Welcome to Colors 2 Part 2. This is Subjective Waveforms, and I am Casey Kaufman. I'm Leah Lar. And I'm Austin Schuler. And this song fucking slaps. We're just gonna play the whole thing, because it's only three minutes long. And it's why not? fucking awesome. It's so good. And my first note starts right at 17 seconds here. This part here sounds like it comes straight out of Memory Palace from Coma Ecliptic. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm... It's also got some little, like, Swim to the Moon solo yeah. vibes. Ooh, and just... yeah. Fiery oh, and tasty. God. I'm trying to stop myself from hitting the mic right now because I'm headbanging. <laughs> God, this song is so cool. And on first listen, this was not my favorite song. Like, not even close. Now it's definitely up there. And, uh, on you know, when the singles dropped, I thought maybe, maybe Revolution in Limbo was the weird song on the album. <laughs> I was wrong. I that mean, it's so between the Barry and me. You obviously thought wrong. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, it was it was a weird song. And then we yeah. got this right here. Old Tommy saloon jig right here. Yeah. The Looney Tunes stuff going on yeah. in the background. God, hearing that the first time through was a trip. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get the reverse instruments. Like, what is happening? It's so cool. Bass solo. Fucking get it, Dan. This song has everything you could want. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and in that last part, the, uh, the Tommy says, will we be forced to sing with the fear? Obvious Desert of Song reference. Yep, yep, that was my one of my notes here, yeah. This part is so... Ugh, it's all weird, but... It's so cool. Oh, and that scream there. Yeah, and then just in typical BT band fashion, they just break it the hell down, you know? Yeah, yeah, right into the end of the song here, coming up. I mean, it's just, this song is a wild trip from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see him play it live at some point. <laughs> That's a really cool part right there. And then, so, yeah. I mean, right into Bad Habits, which, again, that's just one of those flawless transitions that just, if if you would have kept playing it, just it, it just flows. It absolutely flows. Yeah. Uh, like, you legit just would not know that there was a whole nother song. Um, yeah, I just wanted to wrap back and just say once again about prehistory. Mm -hmm. Fucking banger of a song. 
What? Oh yeah, absolutely. That that was the it's... song on the album that showed really that BTVM doesn't need to have long songs to make good songs. Oh yeah, it it became my uh, my personal like favorite song on the on the album. Every time I hear it come through, it like brings me back into because uh, you know I sometimes uh, space out and drift off and then that song always brings me back in whenever I've listened to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that music, that, that's just something that music does for us. I think it's, it's nice. It's a, it's an escape for a while. This song just forces you right back in. <laughs> and it does. And it's, it's so wild because it is so short, but there is so much ground that is covered. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Like, we, I mean, we... the fact that they just did like an, like, it reminds me of, um, the beginning of one of the songs off great misdirect. Um, just like the old, the old timey piano, uh, just like the the old time fossil genera yes thank yeah. you um yeah just it, it reminds me of like this old time saloony like vibe and i i really really enjoy when btbm gets to that that realm i feel like that's just what they need to cover is like some saloon jigs i don't know <laughs> i thought you were gonna say they needed to cover uh the great misdirect i'm like oh God, no I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you want to cover your own material? I think we actually just heard them do that. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. yeah. And it's it was a, awesome. It's getting a sense of deja vu right now. But if we have extra time, we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. We'll just really dig into the uh, the live show if we have time. Because yeah. there's a lot to cover on that. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we want to get into Bad Habits... Yeah, uh, a lot of people's uh, favorite songs. Not mine per se, but I've seen a lot of a lot of people online say this is one of their favorite songs on the album. It's it's an interesting song, and I think for me, it's one of my. Uh, it, it's definitely one of my favorites because it it just it has a lot going for it. I mean. A, the intro is really cool, just the way it transitions and then just like the uh the synths and the, the way that the like the synths and the drums and just all the instruments just flow well together in the beginning really works. Um and then like just throughout the song there's some interesting layered vocals uh from Tommy that it it's an interesting choice because it, it reminds me uh of like the Alaska colors era where they were, they were doing these like back and forth vocals with Tommy that were actually like layered um, that typically you wouldn't be able to pull off live. Cause you know, it's just like one line after another that's layered. Right. So close together that like you just legitimately couldn't do that live. And I, I think it's an interesting choice and I think they played it off well but it just it it's not something that they've done in their recent albums and i think maybe that was uh a a choice that they made um just going forward they were like yeah let's let's just 
remember what we did back then and just do that. And it works. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's really cool. Does. Um, have anything you want to say, Austin, before we hit a clip? No, I don't got anything interesting to add. You guys Fair are enough. nailing it all. What we do here, n- nail it. Nail. Uh, uh, at 1.14... <laughs> <laughs> I really like the chugging here, and we'll probably go right into my actually apparently next two clips. Boy, they really they're really close to each other. Um, yeah, Let's the chugging it. here. I love that guitar chug. Oh, that's sexy. Ah, it's just that nice chug chug chug. Oh. And then it's gonna come back for a reprisal here in like 15 seconds, but we can just listen to Tommy's beautiful voice do this, the nice guitars. Yeah, listen to that layering. And that that's a really tasteful way of doing it. Yeah. And that was the second. There's a lyric reference. I, this is my next clip here. Um, I really like this chorus. This chorus is beautiful. It's like, even if you don't know the lyrics, somehow you can still sing along to this part. It's just like- a nice, simple melody. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they pull it off so well here it's so easy to sing along to um yeah those those my first three clips all thrown into one um just easier that way i guess uh do you have anything before 547 i do not know um wait can we so was that a was that a ground control to major tom reference yes it was Okay. Uh, he says ground control to minor thirds. Interesting. Which I mean, I imagine just minor thirds is just like what the guitars are doing. I don't. I I actually don't know. I don't, um, I'm not versed enough in music theory to be able to spot that off the top of my. Uh, yeah. Uh, on yeah. the first episode of this podcast, we said that we are novice. Uh uh musicians yep so we won't ever be able to get into probably that level of music theory because honestly we have no fucking idea <laughs> no and and yeah i definitely don't either i just i, would, I think I that's a look it up yeah i think I'm that's hope. just a very interesting reference like minor thirds is usually like the key that you're i don't know yeah i once again another q a question maybe if someone doesn't come up with an answer that i randomly stumble upon sometime in the future i don't know mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting call i mean they don't usually do references to songs outside of their wheelhouse so it's yeah. interesting yeah that that is a really interesting reference there for sure um and there's only one other lyric thing that we picked up on 
and we'll get to that later because we actually have a clip that covers it but it's the sleep on fly on from colors one and the reprisal of it here is i mean in colors one it's one of my favorite parts on the entire album the reprisal once again one of my favorite parts on this album yes absolutely I, i love it but we'll get to that i think it's my last clip on this on this song but at 547 they go back into the chorus apparently Mm -hmm. and apparently i thought it was better and we're gonna i guess let me listen to it again and see if i still feel the same oh yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah, they do this nice build-up into it that I really what enjoy. A, what a killer way to get oh, back oh into yeah. it. And here we go. Yes. Oh, I get a little shiver down my spine. I just love it's Tommy's voice. It's so epic, you know? Oh, it's so yeah. good. Oh, I mean, we've heard the rest of this chorus already. They don't... They still change it up a little bit. Can I hear a little bit of screaming in the background there? It was quiet if it was. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I love the chorus on this album. They do it three times, and it's just every time I'm just like, yeah. 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 (laughs) They just, they kill it. They kill it on that one. And then, yeah, actually, my last clip takes us from 807 to the end of the song do you have anything before then nope that that was actually my part right there (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. weird how that works (laughs) and i think yeah my first note actually is right at the beginning of the next song so i guess we'll just flow right into the future is behind us yep works for me and we'll just talk about it here but sleep on fly on oh yeah, I mean, the lyrical layering here, once again. It, yeah, it's it's on another level, for sure. I can understand why people would call this their favorite song on the album. Oh, it's 100%, yeah. Epic. And, yeah, here comes uh, The Future is Behind Us, which feels like, I don't know, if, I don't know if artsy? is the most is the best word for it but it's the word that comes to mind every time it comes on i mean bt bam meets dream theater meets funk i love this guitar here oh it's so good that right there that right there yeah that little that little funk riff like what this is a prog rock Sounds like a Primus song all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's just... This song feels so, like, nice. It does. Like, I I don't know how to describe the vibe it is right here. Like, what, what is this? This... It feels so calm and relaxing somehow. But then you read the lyrics... This song is oh, like it's pretty dark. Dark. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty damn dark. It's super dark. Yep. Like, I had no idea until I was reading it. I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Tommy, are, 
are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sometimes when you're depressed, you just got to say it. Yeah. And I'll read off some lyrics here in a bit because I have a, a clip that covers uh, the start of it. But yeah, like this, this is when I started to like really realize this album is basically just a, a whole downer, but disguised as an upper. <laughs> True that. Yeah. The lyrics are insanely dark. <laughs> I, I mean, just even like one of my notes is uh, the the writer is a, a character that uh, has come up uh, a few times in the lyrics. And um, I mean, just even in the intro, you start off with I'm not the writer, it's you. Yeah. But uh, this song uh, specifically wants you to kill the writer. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah it's it, gets, little... it gets pretty dark. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Uh do you do you have a clip before 211? Nope, that that's actually my clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of assumed so cuz I somebody let Tommy play with the preset sounds on the keyboard. Yes. This was Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, and here's my next note, actually. Um, coming up here. This part is dark. That what the fuck there is so genuine. What the like, just, fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's so genuine. Yeah, so a couple of things that stuck, that stood out to me was uh, the at the very end of that, they added chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. Yeah, I love that part. This is the most memed. Like, they just were like, let's put a bunch of memes in this. Which I love to death, but are you, like, are you for real? <laughs> did, did BT Bam just add a chicka chicka? And, chicka chicka. Like, hell yeah. I love it. Um, Can you imagine if they tried to to like market parallax with like some like eighties like chicka chicka? Uh, I mean one of the one of the song or Bloom I think in there uh, says tippity tippity tap those toes. Very true, very true. And I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the other thing that stood out to me is just the the synthy part right after that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really reminds me of Dream Theater's "Learning to Live." Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. D does it not though? Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't realize that until you said it, but oh my god, you're right. That's like the same. Uh, that that same like early, late eighties, early nineties synthy vibe right there. Absolutely. Fuck. Yep. Now I <laughs> yeah. can't unhear it. I know. I know. <laughs> um, this was actually one of the songs I was looking forward to the most before it came out because they released a, a like a behind the scenes for this album before it came out, and Tommy was doing something that he did in Parallax Two which is where he lines his vocals up with the drums. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that got me into BT Bam because that was one of the things that excited Austin the most in Parallax 2 when he was showing it to me. Yeah. And uh, 
it's fucking cool. And I love it when he does it. Mm-hmm. So we'll go right into that. It's at 2.45 in the song, pretty much right after the last clip here. That is... That's so cool. So cool. Like, how hard is that to pull off? I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, I, I imagine it's just repetition and practice, but e- even so, it it's a matter of, like, being completely off time uh, vocally and then getting very in sync with the drums and doing exactly what they are doing and then dipping out of that you know yeah like like it's such a it's such an interesting process because you have to be aware of it you know and you've got i mean you have to be on top of it because that's yeah he's he's really packing the lyrics in together there and i love it Mm -hmm. austin were you about to say something if i was i lost it already i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) awesome um no, the, this song is a lot of fun. I think I think there's a lot of really progressive elements to it and and again that that's the same thing with this entire album is like every song I listen to is like there's there's something new, there's something creative, there's something crazy that's going on here, but it's also there's elements of between the buried and me that are there that you like you know and recognize like the the entire first half of this song is absolutely like that until they get to the chugging part where it literally just breaks down into Tommy screaming the future is behind us yep and it's like oh that's a between the buried me like typical breakdown i suppose yeah but like but like anything before that, just I, I mean, everything's so interesting and crazy before that. And it's like the, you obviously recognize that it's it's that it's them. It's between the Barry and me like this is what they do. But it's also just really wild and crazy. And again, it, this is one of the singles that they released and have a video for. And I've listened to it a lot, a lot. And it's like, even for a single, it's pretty nuts. Like that it is a single it's, it's got a lot of crazy stuff in there. It's just out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it, it, every time I think about it, it's like, it just feels so artsy. It's Mm -hmm. weird. I don't know why I get that feeling. It's just, it feels really artsy for them and I don't know why. It it does feel artsy. It feels like they're definitely like putting some sort of like artwork out there and and it's it's almost like kind of a performance piece. Yeah. But but, it, but it's not, you know, like cuz this is what they do and they just they're very 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 good at melding those together. And especially recently like that's everything that they've been working towards is mixing those sounds. Cause it's like each release before this, you can kind of hear it, but this is the one where you're like, okay, 
this is where it's gelling you know like every yeah. every part of those elements is is coming together yeah mm -hmm. um i have another q a moment maybe in this yeah. song for the future i think i mean i had to have my headphones in and like really paying attention i think there's a text notification sound that <laughs> happens in the chorus i'm gonna play it and i don't think it's gonna pick i don't think you're gonna be able to pick it out very easily without like really just listening to it we'll, we'll play it and see but i think there's a text notification happening but it has to be i think this is the chorus coming up here yeah yeah right when he says drifting hold on i'll, I'll back it up a second here. i heard something yeah yeah oh what the fuck sorry Oh, it's a yeah. Skype sound. Is that the Skype sound? I don't, I didn't hear it. So Hold on, I'm going back one more time. One more time. <laughs> one more time. Isolate it. What do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Zoom and enhance. All right, here enhance. we go. Here enhance. Enhance. Right at the end of drifting. Uh-huh. There's a boop boop. There, there's something. Did you did you hear it that time, Austin? I got nothing, man. Uh, this is the last time. Okay. This is it. If you don't hear it this time, we're moving on. Okay. The whoop. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like huh. the goddamn Skype sound. You know, it it really wouldn't surprise me. I feel like they definitely went. In into a realm of adding a lot of external sounds for this, for this time, and yeah. I and I mean that could just be attributed to just them literally just being in the studio. Um, you know, obviously they recorded this during the pandemic, so, uh, you know they they could have just added a lot of different things for whatever reason and. I don't know. It's it's really interesting to hear though, because there is a lot of different uh, references to just you know pop culture and just yep. stuff like that uh, recently. But also the sound that they are are putting into it is a lot of retro '80s '90s vibes. So I'm not sure what to think. My mind's kind of torn at this point. It yeah, I mean, either way, I want to ask him about it at some point because it feels like something was put in there and I just want to know what that goddamn sound is Yeah, because it yeah. drives me crazy every time I'm listening to the song now. Mm -hmm. um, and the only lyrics that I have to talk about in this song are uh, Open the Closed Off Circle, obviously yeah. a White Walls reference. Yep. Um, do you have any more clips in this one that you want to cover? This one, I'm... I'm good on i mean i i talked about my heavy part so yeah, yeah. Uh, austin do you have anything you want to say before we turbulent it up ah, turbulent sounds wonderful all right we're gonna go right into turbulent because my first uh clip is at six seconds so we may as well just hit it so this sound right here could easily fit into doom or doom 2 like the originals this this sounds like Fair. a doom song i can see that just a fatty ass synth yeah 
Right, it just has that real like midi sound almost to me. Mm -hmm. Just real fat and a little muddy and I like it. But yeah, it just sounds a lot, a lot like a Doom or Doom 2 song. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you want to say about Turbulent? So for me, I, I want to say, so there's, and again, the, this is just tying back to everything that I've, I've said so far about this album is, um, I mean, even just in, in part one, uh, there is definitely a, a dream theater eighties vibe happening here. Yeah. Um, like just throughout this album, throughout all that's been going on so far. Uh, and it's so weird cause you know, I, I saw a comment on one of BT bands videos that was like, this is, this is the dream theater that you're not embarrassed to, to, you know, (laughs) admit that you like, you know, (laughs) but, but it, 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 for whatever reason, just this, this album like has a lot of synth heavy stuff um a lot of melodic stuff going on and i feel like if if james lebray like the vocalist from dream theater if if he like ended up doing like some harsh vocals this is kind of what it would be like but they just do it a lot better and i don't know for me i'm i'm just in this like weird stage of like this is a this is a retro album like i feel like this should have came out in the 80s but didn't (laughs) It's still this... a little bit too hard for the '80s, but like, also, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just but still, you cut, you cut out, you cut out the little bits and pieces that would fit in the '80s, and be like, yeah, this is part of a track of something. It it also just really reminds me that um, there's like an '80s revival that's going on, especially in the in the synth community. Like, you know, we've had synth wave and retro, like. I, I'm not sure if you guys have, have heard any of this stuff, but legit, like there's a there's a whole wave of like eighties horror retro synth wave that's going around that's just basically trying to emulate like eighties synth stuff, like eighties horror stuff. Um and th- this is absolutely what it reminds me of, you know? Oh. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. But yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of recent bands that are doing like more of like that, like, uh, '80s horror stuff, like you know, Halloween and uh, the Thing, and you know, they're just trying to copy like all these like '80s horror synth stuff, and this has a lot of those elements, and it's really cool to see that like working its way in here. Right. Um. The only other thing that I had is that you know it has um. Uh, just a it it feels like it is a connection of the last song and again that's something that just vibes throughout this whole album is that everything feels so connected yeah you know yeah um lyric wise this song is it it brings up the writer again Mm -hmm. uh the writer claims a scratching line and fuck that guy right Fuck me. Kill the him writer. off. Kill Fuck him the off. writer. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, uh, they, he also brings up the ants again. 
Yes. Yep. These these ants will soon rectify, and then also once again open open the closed off circle. Um. White walls again. Yeah. We're back. Uh, again. Damn it. Color or white walls two. Well, actually, not quite. White yet. walls two part two. White walls two part one. No, this, no, is, part this two is part two because, because last song was behind part us. One. Is part, yeah. We'll get to part three here soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I actually have my clip that I have for this is basically from 426 until close to the end of the song. And honestly, uh, I think we should just listen to tomato right into human as hell. And so I, maybe we just go from that clip on unless sure. you have something before 426. No, sure. Go for it. All right. So, yeah, from here, there's a nice little breakdown, apparently. I don't. Oh yeah, this. The bass in there. This is gorgeous. Is fun. Bam's yeah, just that, having a great time. That bass is super cool. And then uh, here in about five seconds is when my next clip was supposed to start. But you know, here we are. Yeah, this. And then this drifting. Like they had that crazy like into this. The contrast there is insane. The contrast is crazy. Cause I, I wanted more of that, but I also want more of this, you know? Which luckily we're about to get a lot more of this. Oh. But it's just so, like just open the closed off circle. It's just so nice. We're drifting into the end of the song. Tommy. Tommy and the piano here. Makes me feel. Makes me feel. Yeah, and that that's the thing, like I, I feel like they really like did a lot with Tommy and and you know other piano uh keyboard parts before, but it really, really stands out on this album, for sure. Yeah. And here's Viridian part two, Tomato. Yep. I really so, like this. Shut fuck up, motto. Yeah. What <laughs> what is what is this song title? Sufamato? Sufamato? What does that mean? Uh, like, I'm looking it up. Hold on. <laughs> Damn it, I was um, about to say The technique of allowing tones and colors to shade gradually into one another, producing softened outlines or hazy forms. Love it. Think Mona Lisa. Yes. Um, this song, this guitar solo here, is so classic rock it hurts. Oh, it's so classic rock. I love it. It's like, they were like, let's listen to some Steve Vai or like, just like some classic rock, you know? Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It gets the shivers down my spine every time. And you can just feel what's coming. You don't know, but you can feel it. Oh, one of the notes that I have is like the reverb in this song. Yes. Just, just the, the way it makes you feel. And then this, White Walls Part 3. <laughs> yeah, White Wall, the fucking reprisal here. Uh-huh. This is, white, this is White Walls the sequel, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, Human as Hell, Another One with Love is a phenomenal ending song again. The, this has the same drums 
like. Yeah, yeah. no, that's is a very on point time signature. Just everything about it was. Yeah. This guitar riff might be my favorite in the album. Yeah, the production is top notch. Oh my god. I when this song first came on, I was like, God damn it. They're doing it again. I have to pick a song besides this song to be my favorite. I can't keep picking closers. I can't. It's they not just, healthy. They just know how to close an album and make Seriously. it really good. I don't know how they managed to do it, but that riff that they keep coming back to for the chorus, I guess, mm -hmm. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really is. Oh, God. I love this song. I, I love it a lot. I don't know if it's my favorite song, but it was the, f I listened to the song probably like six times in a row. The first time I listened to the album, cause it was just like, Oh, it just hit me. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot to be said. I mean, this album covers a lot of ground. Uh, this song itself covers a lot of ground. It's 15 minutes long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just, it's nuts. And it, it doesn't feel like it to me at all. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I'm i listening to it, and then I look down, I was like, oh shit, I've been listening to this for 10 minutes, I still have another third of the song left. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <sighs> God. Sorry, I'm just, I'm still reeling. Oh, you're good. I've been waiting to get to this song for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, last time when everything broke... I was kind of looking ahead at my like notes, like, yeah, we're getting close. We're coming. And then you got cucked. <laughs> oh, I got cucked hard. <laughs> For a whole week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we're here. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, just, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. I mean, just cause I, I don't have a lot to say even just about this album and like and that I I didn't have a lot of time codes and sure. that's that's ultimately because I had just such an amazing time listening to this album that I just didn't pay attention, you know? Yeah. I this I had a album does that to you. Like sometimes you have like a really hard time mm. like finding stuff to pick out from an album cuz nothing sticks out but this is one that just everything stuck out, but I had such a good time. I just sat there and listened to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it was, it was really hard to like take notes and do anything like that. Cause it was, it honestly, it's such, it's such a phenomenal album that it just flows and you could to me, it's not an album that I have to pick and choose or that I actually subconsciously do so. It's just like, I can put this album on and it just plays. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. It just goes. It feels so good. Yeah. And I think I listened to this song with the intent of writing notes, probably, or this album, sorry, mm -hmm. this album with the intent of writing notes probably like four times. Because mm -hmm. I, I would just, once again, lose myself. And I knew that there were things that I wanted to write down even before I got in because I'd listened to it enough times that I was like, oh, I know here I'm going to want to talk about this a little bit, but I'll listen to it more. And yeah. then I'd get to it and I'd just forget. 
because I'm just fucking jamming and I'm having a good time. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to go back and actually listen to this song like five times to get all my notes down because I'm just this into it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the biggest difference so far between this and Colors One in Alaska for me. Um, mm-hmm. For those, we've been listening to those albums, well, on and off. Alaska, not so much. Colors, I've been listening to for a long time. I've been listening to them for so long and like I'd already like picked 10 up years. Right. I mean, yeah, very close. Uh, like next year, I think. But I've been I've been picking up on little things in those albums for 10 years. You know, I, I've had so much time to discover something new. And mm-hmm. this show has made me realize that when I'm listening to these. Uh, these albums that we're planning on uh, talking about and showing off, I pick up on on so much more, so much more quickly. This album, I'm sure I've picked up on things in this that I wouldn't have picked up for another like six months to ten years. Like the yeah. Skype notification sound, I probably wouldn't have picked up on that for a long time if I hadn't been like really listening, getting into it for right. sure. Yeah, it's yeah. super That's interesting awesome. to see how my style has changed when I'm listening to stuff and I can still go in between. I don't have to just listen to albums now like this, where I'm just picking it apart. I can still go back to the way I listened to it before and just chill. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like being able to experience it differently, almost on command. It's nice. That's awesome. That but That's, that's really fantastic. Actually, <laughs> you know, that's why uh, in the last episode at the very beginning when I was talking about how the album went up and then plateaued all the way through until the end when it went up again until I listened to it again like this. And it was like I experienced it all again, mm-hmm. yeah. but new and exciting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was a virgin again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. a good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves a good metaphor. Yeah. I'm glad I'm here to provide it. Do you, does anybody have a clip before 558? Uh, no, because that's exactly yep. what I was just about to pull up. Yep, because uh-huh. here's the surfer rock. Uh-huh. Followed by a Robo-Turner-like scream. I fucking love this. I love this so much. I love his vocal style and like effects that he has in here with this weird fucking surfer rock. Where does this shit come from? <laughs> it's... When did the... What is this vocal style? <laughs> yeah, that's like back in the throat. Yeah. Like. It's just so fucking weird. And then this. Absolute chaos. Ever, ever since, um, ever since we like listened to Alaska with this, I, uh, with this sort of scope of looking at it, mm-hmm. I've gr- I've gotten a lot more of a uh, appreciation for those kinds of screams. That's that's amazing. Like the uh, Robo Turner scream. I didn't really like that when I first listened to it, but after we talked about it, it was like the disparity between breathe in, breathe out. And then Robo Turner 
Mm. It's just like, I love that now. And I love it here when he just lets out that scream. It's so fucking rad. I mean, and that, that to me is just another realm uh, upon what I was talking about is just like Tommy decided to do some crazy, interesting uh, vocal takes for this, for this album. And it just pays off a billion fold. Like they, like for whatever reason, they just decided to throw a, a surf rock vibe yeah. into there. And then he just decides to do, you know, these vocals that totally fit with it. Yeah. Not something and, he would have been like, he probably would have done before, but not tastefully. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Like, I, I feel like if this was the original Alaska colors era, it would have, it would have been some harsh vocals. Um, or like, I don't know. They, they probably would have experimented then even, but it's, it's just so cool that Tommy can just do you know he can experiment and do different vocal styles and then have it work with the instruments and they're like cool let's run with it and then it just flips right back around to him doing exactly what we know him for doing you know right and i have to wonder like who was there when they were like making these songs and they're like how do we get from this part to the next part and someone was like surfer rock what's, surfer. what's the pitch you... <laughs> I, wh how do they come up with these yeah exactly no i i love that and yeah. it, it, it probably just stems from them just being in the studio and then a guitar player just like like dusty or something just like playing the, yeah. the surfer rock thing and they're like cool <laughs> we, yeah. we just recorded that part yeah, we actually album. turned on recording while you were fucking around. Uh, yeah. It's already in the it's in the song. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out, motherfuckers. Like, um, yeah, my next clip doesn't start until nine fifty eight. Do you have or wait? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 nine fifty eight, which is pretty close to where we were at before. I think. No, we weren't. I lied. There's something else. Nine ten. I missed it. I missed one of my notes. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, no, back that... up um that that's actually right about where mine starts i have uh 850 okay uh just, just like that that whole section there so yeah i mean well, whatever, we'll whatever you right, want to play we'll just go right into 850 and we'll just play for a while because yeah. yeah we got some good stuff coming up here and it's gonna be fantastic yeah i love the way he chills out here and then you oh, have this the drums back there right yeah the vocal yeah. and instrument mix like the drums the guitars the bass everything is mixed so well and then you have this sweet like somber guitar solo oh here it's so good with this crazy effect coming up right here that oh it's a, yeah it's called a flutter Right. It's lovely. It's lovely. Chef's kiss. It's so perfect. And I mean, my next clip starts in like 20 seconds, so we may as well just chill yeah. out. Just carry just, on through. Just, just carry on, my wayward son. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I just love every part of this song. 
this nice chill bit before we get back into it. And here's where my next clip starts. I... This feels maybe... This is synthwave like Genesis? Yeah. Like, this is... This feels like Genesis to me. 80s synth. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm well, telling you. I don't know how that carried this album, but 80s synth has carried this album. And the bass. Again. Uh-huh. Broken record, but God damn it, Dan. I just... It's all... Oh, it's all so good. Yeah. I love this stuff. And... So yeah, that was my big thing. It's like this just kind of feels like we're we're in Genesis land, and yep. I just kind of want to keep playing it. Let's okay, we're we're just gonna keep playing. Yeah, it. yeah, we're just keep gonna going. Play it. We're just, just gonna going keep through it. it. Yeah, because we're gonna get it's gonna ramp up again, and I just I love the ramp up, and then I have another clip at eleven thirty one, so we're only forty seconds away, but this. I love this a lot. It's such a cool build-up, you know? Just, yeah, letting Blake have some fun again. Just jam. And then uh, coming up here, there's a callback to prequel to the sequel. Um, one of the, part. Yeah, totally. No, it's actually one of the more recognizable callbacks, I think. Yeah. In the, I mean, it's like blatant where it comes from because it's the exact same part right here literally god that part is so cool literally straight from prequel to the sequel i mean it is yeah the hold guitar. on I'll, I'll i'll pull it up here just because i i have the time stamp uh it is at 203 Go right to it here. The exact same thing, yeah. Wow, wow, that is. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't remember which song it was from because once again, I listened to these albums all the way through front to back. Mm -hmm. I knew it was from Colors, but but I had to listen to the whole album again. Well, and, to figure out where it actually came from. <laughs> and I mean, <clears throat> so there is another thing that I, I want to come back to later, but sure. even just for where we're at right now in that song, um, it, it is like, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but it like the way that they do it is just such a, an, an interesting callback um to to those songs and and i feel like it's not just a callback what it is is like a a reimagination sure. of those songs <clears throat> and it's so cool because i feel like just all throughout this album it's been a lot of there there have been a lot of heavy moments but even just you bringing up those two clips side by side um immediately what i noticed is that the one from colors 2 from hue and his hell is just it it's happier yeah like like it's the same thing it's the same it is literally the same riff but it's it's way happier or at least mixed 
half yeah, mixed, yes. mixed cleaner. Yes. And, yes. Um, and and that's what I feel is like a lot of Alaska or colors or like anything in that realm. Like Great Misdirect was kind of a the split off, but I feel like everything before that was like heavy just to be heavy. Right. Whereas this understands like it can be heavy, but it doesn't have to be brutal. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yep. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, you saying the song is, or that part is like happier. My next note is like, there, there's a part at the end, which we're going to play here in a bit where they bring in bell tolls to accent the end of the song mm -hmm. and it sounds really cool and then you read the lyrics and it hits hard and it is Ooh. so dark once again it is so dark this whole song is just it's brutal yeah um and i think there's a reference in here to uh swim to the moon actually um i got her so yeah it they talk about the dark water um, and it just kind of makes me think of swim to the moon when when he's in the water and starting to panic and everything. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a swim to the moon reference, but yeah, this, this song is uh fucking darkly find the spot. I mean, obviously mentally, sometimes I wish I was dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, maybe, a, maybe a little dark. <laughs> um, but no, nah, just some light reading, you know, the, the air has been smoke and the sun hides as if it's somber, somber reflection could not face like mm -hmm. we, what we have achieved. We have achieved destruction, abomination. It's in our wiring. Oof. <laughs> yeah. And Oof. then the end, which we're going to listen to, but like sing with me for today is gone. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh my God, it's so dark and you just don't realize it until you're reading. You're like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, my my last clip is from 12:30 until the end of the song. So like two and a half minutes because it's just like it's the end of an album closer. That's just what they do. Yeah. I Let's mean, it's just it. something to really I think show off and reflect on. I love this. The uh, reprisal of that uh, guitar riff with the yeah, synth. The reprisals, too, are just, they, they are, it's an album of payoffs, you yes. know? And this part with Blake. So 80s. So well, yeah, 80s. I love it. Goes I off, love it. He goes off beat with some of it. Uh -huh. And it's just like, it catches you off guard when you're first listening to it. There, there's the bell toll. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, this whole part. Like, just it coming back to this with the bell toll every time. It'll be shivers for forever. It's just shivers down the spine. This is what I live for in music. I love this. Oh. It's like the first time I listened to this, I was almost getting emotional from it. Cause it's like, well, yeah, yes, cause like, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like this is a really heavy part, but you, it doesn't have to be like brutal at all. Well, yeah. I mean, listen to him singing. It's, it's chill, but it's yeah. not. 
his vocal style and like emotion here is I love it. So somber. Oh, that's so good. I can't wait to hear this song live as well. And that scream there. Oh. Just letting them finish out with this nice guitar bit. Until this really weird, the weird outro. To me, uh, in, in my notes, I was like, this reminds me of Queen. Yeah. Uh, which BT Bam are absolute fans of. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This, I don't know. This, this fits the theme of colors so much. Yes. Just the, uh, the, the scale, the uh, yep. tone of guitars. It's just very... It's a hearkening to the rest of colors. Yep. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely. But it just... Ugh. It just ends this. It, it's another goddamn concert closing song. Yeah. Like, how yeah, could it ju- not be? Ju- just like White Walls, you know? Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. Answer this guy started for a second. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, just like White Walls. And I'll, it's a concert closer. And I can't mm. wait until we get a chance to actually see it live. Mm-hmm. Because it'll be so much fun. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's... That's Colors, Colors 2. 2, finally. Colors 2. Holy <laughs> it took us shit. three tries, but we made it. Woo-woo! You wanna... mean, what, what kind of closing notes do you have about the album? Ooh, I don't know. Y- y'all go first. <laughs> One second, let me pull up my notes. <laughs> the The only thing that I have here that I haven't said, I guess, is that this is the longest album they've made by six whole minutes. Um, really? I yeah. was not aware of that. That's an interesting. Hour, it's, it's at an hour and 18 minutes, and uh, Parallax 2 was at uh, an hour and 12 minutes. Wow. So it's it's a long album, which I figured it would be with 12 songs, but That's I didn't just realize. That's really bizarre, because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a long album. Like, it it doesn't feel that long. Right. It's because you're just enjoying you just, it so yeah. much. No, there's yeah. a lot of super enjoy. I mean, it's the same feeling as Parallax 2 was. It was just, it doesn't feel as long as it actually is in my eyes because there's a lot of cool, fun part. Like my my closing thoughts are is the, the last time I enjoyed a BT Bam album this much all the way through was Parallax 2. Like, yeah. The coma and uh, automata definitely mm-hmm. uh, both had some parts uh, that I just don't much listen to anymore because mm-hmm. I, I I listened to them a couple of times through and was like yeah it's just not quite what I like of sure. between the buried and me uh, I would say eighty to ninety percent of parallax two was hitters for me and this is the the same thing colors two is just another. <laughs> high hit rate of the parts of BT Bam that I like. Yep. I I can agree with that. It's, I mean, I've listened, I've listened to Coma Ecliptic. I wish I could pull up the numbers. I've listened to that album a lot because when it first came out, it was the first album that I was really a part of the uh, actual release for. 
because I came right. in right after Parallax 2 had come out. It was it was a little bit afterwards, but this is the first one that I was like actively like almost researching and like looking for singles and like it was yeah. I, I listened to it a lot. And there's a lot I have a lot of feelings attached to it that we'll get to sometime down the road whenever we touch on it cuz I I can't wait to hit that album. It's one of my favorites as well. But yeah, uh Automata did not hit the same way. I've listened to it I don't know, maybe like 20 times overall. Just it's not one of the albums that I would pick first to listen to. But Colors 2 definitely is. Colors 2 and Parallax 2. Um, I mean, I listen, I wake up to Parallax 2 every morning. It's literally, that's my, my alarm is it's just going through Parallax 2 over and over and over again. So that's a good alarm. It wakes me up. Yeah, there's all there's not many parts in there that wouldn't wake someone up. So it it gets me going in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, same. There's a there's definitely something about this album that is that is gravitating. I don't. I don't know if that's the word, but it, uh, it comparatively to a, to even just, uh, recent releases, I, I feel like, like just, just in general from a lot of other bands, like not even just them, but there is something about this album that is gravitating, um, that makes you really, really want to get into this album like whether it's the the weird stuff like i mean they've released a couple of singles so yep i feel like uh you know people have at least something to draw on but even just in those couple of singles there's some crazy stuff that's happening and it's like yo if you want to if you if you want a little bit more of that like come check out this album yeah. and honestly like for me uh what one of the things that i saw was um i i read I read another review from someone else that was talking about this album and they were talking about that, uh, you know, BT Bam's always gotten a lot of really interesting credit because of them being weird and them being like really out there and, and, you know, all of that stuff. And I mean, even, even in parallax and just ev everything since then, I mean, they, they've all done some really interesting out there stuff, but this is by far, I think one of the most out there releases. And what the, the main thing that this person stressed and something that really resonated with me, uh, was that they, they just keep embracing their strengths. Like, yeah. you, like, you know, you know, when you hear, uh, bands releasing new albums and, and I hate, to. I really hate to dog on on this band, but uh, specifically Dream Theater. <laughs> you know, I I feel like ev every one of their releases in in recent years has been like, okay, well they're gonna, you know, they're gonna do the same thing, um, you know, with a little bit of a twist, like, but it, you you almost know what to expect. Oh yeah, and and then. You know, immediately upon hearing the singles or something, you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is this is what I expected." They might throw a thing or two in there, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, that was kind of crazy," but it's like, "This is what I'm expecting out of that," 
and every release from BT Bam has been absolutely different, you know? Yeah. And they just, they keep embracing like this idea that they can do more and more and more different things. And on top of that, they're just, they're grabbing like, like what, what works. And then they just incorporate that. Cause it's like, would you imagine a, uh, a cowbell funk rhythm to be in this, like then on top of drum solos and then, you know, like, I don't know, like they always do some weird, some incredible weird stuff, but they also like, it's also catchy. It's also, it it's inviting. It draws you in every single time. There's not a weird song that I'm like, this is where I'm like turning it off, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but yeah, like if, a if dream theater comes on and they have a weird song that I'm like, okay, uh, you know, they're, they're doing some weird stuff. Like, I, like I'm good. I'm going to turn this off. BT Bam on the other hand is the absolute opposite where it's like, if they're doing some crazy stuff, I'm turning it up. I'm tuning in. I'm playing it twice just to hear what's going on, you know? Uh, yeah, prehistory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I <laughs> yeah. agree completely. I mean, Dream Theater. It's like they released a single not too long ago. I think it was called like The Alien or something. Mm-hmm. And I listened to about the first minute. It's like, yeah, it's Dream Theater. Uh, <laughs> and it is. I'm sure I'll listen to the album at least once, just because it's like it's just kind of what I have to do at this point. Dream Theater is once again another one of my big stepping stones to get here. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll always give it a chance just to listen to it and just to just to see. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but right. it's just like, you know, there's certain bands that just reach a certain point that they like. That's that's kind of their sound and they've just reached it and they just duplicate that over and over and over again. Whereas uh, Between the Buried Me, I, I really don't feel that way because I feel like, you know, it if you listen to this, it's like, yeah, you know, it's between the buried and me, but if you listen to this in context with every single album, it's completely different, you know? Yeah. I mean, all of their albums are, are different from each other. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like the album, you can still go into it and be like, yeah, I mean, this is different. <laughs> I mean, at, at least for me, like, I just, I don't see that there's like a, a down, like a, a downgrade to any of their albums it's not like they've just like reached this peak at a certain point and then just like declined because they've just been doing the same thing over and over again it's like they keep realizing like oh this thing from this last album worked yep so let's uh let's keep exploring that and let's bring this and bring this and then also let's just keep our original sound and they just they're one of the only bands that i know uh that keeps really like progressing but also keeping an original sound because it's like i don't hear a lot of bands around these days that still keep that yeah and keep it fresh yeah yeah Yeah. and it's so hard because they like even you know when fix the error came out it was it was really interesting for me because i was like it, it was the same reaction that I had when uh, when Memory Palace came out. And I was like, 
this isn't the BT Bam that I know. And then just as I got more and more into the release and then, you know, hearing it in context with the full album, it's a banger. Yep. It's it's a banger full and full. Like that it that's just what it is. I remember when they dropped the single for Memory Palace. Uh-huh. Me too. And I listened to it and I was like I was like almost forcing myself to be like, yeah, I really like this. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm just I just really like BT Bam now. I just really want to like this. But I remember like I'm kind of worried about this album. And then it came out and I was like, oh, well, shit, it's another fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Oh, it's all Ex- good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing to worry about, actually. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Yeah, and I I think that's just like my main theme for this album is just something I wasn't expecting. Um and it, for me like I I was really apprehensive about just the idea that it's colors too. I'm like, "Uh, what is this a a cash grab?" <laughs> like <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I I just feel like doing a sequel of anything these days is like, "Oh, it's obviously like that one thing made a lot of money. Let's just do another thing of that and not do it as good, you know? Yeah. Automata two. Is yeah. Well, yeah. Should've, that, it should have been one album, and we it all should have just. It. It, yep. It should have <laughs> just. I think that was a label thing, but it was. Fuck, they've they've come out and said it. Yeah. Fuck Sumerian. Whatever. <laughs> um, if we have nothing else to say, I would like to just touch on the live show just a little bit more yeah we can do do a little a little brief live show segment so i have it i have the set list pulled up here um the whole thing uh we had in set one astral body uh with naked by the computer is the intro i guess uh yellow eyes backwards marathon coma machine fix the air more of myself to kill mordecai reaction and the grid um thoughts i i gotta say there's a lot of deep cuts the the <laughs> first half of the set i was like cool yeah and then they got into the old stuff and the grid and i didn't listen to much of uh automata i automata or their older stuff well yeah ever. i mean so i really don't think i'm gonna listen to their older stuff that the, much ever the second half of the set really just i i kind of tuned out for a bit because i didn't i was like well i'm moving on to the rest of it but the first half the first half of the set really cool i enjoyed seeing some uh (laughs) coma machine is nice to hear i uh that was actually really appreciative of them playing coma machine because that was the one song that uh my fiance really knew of between the barrier to me so i was glad that they got that hit out there yeah it's definitely one of the easier ones to to know i mean it's their more radio rock song i guess if you could yep it's like their radio rock song i was disappointed in the fact that they chose astral body again because that's the one that they always play from parallax 2 you know I, and and that is like i'm i'm really upset that i mean we just they didn't choose anything else and i i get maybe why because they they played that album in full like yeah. a lot when they toured so I get it, but also, yeah, I f- it's it's one of their shorter songs on that album um, at five minutes. <laughs> uh, 
I'm wondering if that's part of why they chose that. And it's one of their more well-known songs from it. So I can understand. Just kept the time of, I yes. mean, mm-hmm. most of those songs were, I, actually all those songs were some of their shorter under what? Seven minute songs. Seven, yeah. Coma, songs. Coma machine is seven thirty-five. Yeah. Fix the I mean, air. Very short. They're all um, like sub eight, right? I think so. Let me check on backwards marathon. That's the only one I'm I'm unsure of. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up. I don't remember. Yeah, it's eight twenty three, so close enough. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it it makes sense when uh you know there there's no opening band. Yep. And you're doing and two full them. sets. Yes. And they're yeah. just playing two full sets. So it's yes. like, yeah, we have to pick shorter songs for our first one well, if we're playing an entire album in full for our second. And so. the encore, like yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yellow Eyes was uh, is is eight forty four, and honestly, that was my, so cool though. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's one of my least favorite songs on that album. I mean, it, it, if I had my choice, it would have been Blot, but yeah, Yellow Eyes I feel is like one of my other favorites, and yeah, that that's definitely uh an a album discussion <laughs> for later. If I had to pick on Automata 1, it would be either Blot or Condemned to the Gallows, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, If if, Condemned would have been great. Yeah. Voice of Trespass is the... I mean, that's the biggest disappointment of the night for me is that I didn't get to see Voice of Trespass. Mm -hmm. Because I really want to see that song live. It's a lot of fun, and I... I would maybe go into the mosh pit for that one because it's just like yeah, voice. It's so fun. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of bummed that yeah. So, so wait, they chose a lot of really deep cuts. Yeah. Though now thinking about it, yeah. which, which is really cool for like a lot of like really deep, you know, deep cut fans. Um, that's just really interesting because I, I don't, I. I I wish they would have chose maybe just a couple more, uh, I don't know, just out, you know, outstanding songs to yes. play, you know, like, like, uh, granted, okay. I, I know it's a longer song, but I mean, I am an extreme fan of Telos, like, yeah. uh, Telos would have been great, um, as you're I mean, to see Parallax two live again. That's ju- all you need ju- to do. Yeah, just just <laughs> again, just, just really any anything from that album, or I mean, jeez. Yeah, um, I mean, I just I agree with the sentiment. The second half of set one was just like, it, meh. Eh. like more of myself to kill started, and I remember looking at Austin, and we both just kind of like shrugged because we're like. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. And this he is, went and looked it up. Yeah, I had to actually go look look up what the last bit of the set was. I was like, I don't know mm. any of these songs. Yeah. yeah. I, know. I think yeah. I was down in the crowd at that point, And I don't know. Just there there was a really good vibe going on throughout a lot of it. But I, I think um, when that one came on, yeah, just a, a lot of people chilled out because they were yeah. like, I'm not. Like, I don't know this one. Like, I don't know <laughs> this song. Like, I'm not sure what to do with this. Well, and, and as much as people talk up Mordecai, um, it, it, as I was watching the crowd, there were not that many people like moving or have like really getting into Mordecai. Mm-mm. And as far as I'm aware, most people in the BT Bam fandom love Mordecai. I don't personally get it, but 
it's interesting to see from a live point of view just to see like kind of where the fans are at with each song yeah yeah absolutely that could have just been exclusively our show or something yeah, like maybe. that because our location but i guess we should have just gone to every show that that or <laughs> you know show. it's a very vocal minority that really likes yeah. mordecai yeah maybe. and those are the ones that hang out online all the time and talk about it so yeah. that could be it yeah um the the grid i grew an appreciation for more after seeing it live it is probably mm. my least favorite closer out of all the albums that have closers same same um, actually yeah it's for me it's it's one of the least memorable because like every other album i'm like i know i know the intro i know the closure yeah you, you know what i'm saying like i know how this ends um and that that one just it, it didn't stick with me so i don't yeah you know it, it it's just like this is an ender sure but it it's not white walls it's no. not you know it's not swim to the moon it's definitely not uh human as hell so yeah but i had a pretty good appreciation for it after mm -hmm. that they did a damn good job playing up that song um and i remember between sets being really confused like they didn't play anything from colors one like i mean i this is a career spanning set uh -huh. what the fuck which obviously came in later because um, set two, we had all of the great misdirect and disaster struck in fossil genera. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for I, Leah. Can, I convinced <laughs> Leah to go into the pit with me and then. <sighs> yep. Uh, the glasses incident. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm a proponent. Uh, I, I usually go to shows just by myself. Uh, so usually I'm just by myself and I am a I'm a glasses wearer, so uh, typically like I'll I'll just go and I'll um, like if I get in the pit, I'll usually just hold on to my glasses, which is usually just fine. But this one this one show, we get what five seconds into the the song and uh, mosh pit starts, and I get in there, and then you know a couple seconds later, like I'm just rolling around in the in the mosh pit and then i look down and i'm like oh my glasses are broken <laughs> <laughs> and uh i have one half of them and i have like a, a part of my frame but i don't have my right lens like it it's just gone so <laughs> yep that was uh that was an interesting time in the mosh pit ended up finding my lens which was cool but yeah, that was uh that was a time I've never I've never had that happen and of course it would happen during the heaviest song of my favorite album ever. <laughs> yeah, that I, was disappointing. I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like if <laughs> if I I am really bummed that it happened because I wanted to keep going in the mosh pit, but at the same time, like if it was going to happen at any point I I'm glad it happened then yeah. and it wasn't during like some random, you know, it wasn't uh, some banjo part or something that, like <laughs> some yeah. happy hippie go part that I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then they just break. I'm glad it was in a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watched that whole thing unfold. It was unfortunate to say the least. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, seeing all the great misdirect 
was phenomenal. I mean, this is maybe the only time we'll ever get to see Swim to the Moon live. So really savored that. Couldn't miss that. It was yep. awesome. And then before the show on the drive down, we were talking about what songs we were likely to see. And someone brought up like, oh, what about White Walls? I'm like, there's no way. Like, it's a it's a concert closer. There's no way unless they close it out with that. But I don't know why they would if they have Swim to the Moon. Well, guess fucking what? They closed the goddamn set with White Walls. Like, it was oh, insane. So cool. It was so cool. I couldn't believe it. How do you follow up a follow up swim to the moon yeah. with White Walls? Fucking 17, 17 minutes and 53 second long crazy ass song. And they follow it up with their other fucking crazy song. <laughs> yeah. It's at 14 minutes and 13 seconds of fucking White Walls. Like two two album closers like back to back. Yeah. Was nuts. That is yeah. nuts. I totally got emotional again oh, with yeah. it because it was just like I, we will never get this exact experience again and it was so cool well and it, it's so insane though because like you know uh swim to the moon i mean just you know you you have this massive massive ending um but then like legit you could you could legit follow up any any song i i shit you not any song with white walls and people are going to go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just hearing the intro to white walls is like, I'm pumped. I'm in the pit. I'm going for it. Like, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, and it's so crazy just to hear like the ending of one crazy epic album to then be like, boom, here's the ending to another crazy epic album. Yeah. And going back to our colors one episode, the crowd reaction and the and the crowd, I mean, just the hey part at the mm-hmm. end of the song. Once again, fucking phenomenal. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. So, uh, the it's crowd experience. Cool ex- yeah, it's always cool to experience that every time it happens. Yep. Every BT Bam show I've been to, they've played White Walls. And and I'm I'm glad that they have. I mean, it is yep. such a it's such it's such a good song. And I mean, even just for them to throw back to that song, like in colors too. I I just in in very subtle ways, like uh, and and then just them playing it again. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. it was just crazy. Well, we've been rambling for a, a good while. amount of time now. I mean, we're at two hours and like almost 40 minutes of <laughs> yeah. re- record wow. time for Colors 2. Since we, we, I mean, yeah, we cut it up into two parts, but we recorded it all at once. Let's be real here. We took a pee break in the middle and then came back and recorded the second half because we were so, we're ready to get this episode out. But yeah, um... That was all of Colors 2 and a little bit into the live show. If you haven't seen BT Bam, I'm sure you have, but you should. Whenever they come around, just go fucking see them, man. You'll have a great time. It's so much fun. And the crowd will always accept you. It'll be so much fun. But yeah, this has been the longest episode in more than one way. And I'm so excited to get it out there. And we're going to move on to Sleep Token next. We're going to do 
sundowning. Yeah. So look forward to happiness. Eventually. Or being <sighs> really, 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 really sad. Just Either do- way. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode when we get to something completely different. <laughs> See y'all later. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.